Welcome to Wisdom for Business with the Band of Brothers. And uh, my name is Elsa. I'm an apostle of the faith, and I'm just going to pray over the session. For those of you who are going to be listening to the recording later, we're going to be recording this, so let's just pray. Father God, I pray that you'll guide our affairs. Thank you that we must be about our Father's business. At the end of the day, you are our God and our Father, and you take care of us. Help us to learn from your word and to get the principles for business and your wisdom into our lives tonight. In Jesus' name, we'll give you the glory and the honor and uh, honor you for all the success we may achieve as a result of what you discussed tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, it's good amen. to have you. Neil's just joined us as well. Thank you, Neil. It's good to have you here. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm just going to start off with the word. And uh, we've got... We've got the scriptures here that we're going to base on tonight. It's going to be Joshua 1, verse 8, and we can maybe start with that. What Joshua 1, verse 8. Open there in your Bibles. You can just read together. Maybe share as well. Those of you... It's good to, to anchor what we do in the scriptures. And um, you can see that there's Joshua 1. You shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous. And you will have good success. Have I not commanded you be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you may go. You know, uh, dismay is temporary hesitation. And that is something we want to eliminate. You know, doubt and fear can often get you to hesitate temporarily. And that stops you from implementing ideas. Tonight I'm going to be uh, showing you a few things. Uh, one of the things I want to show you is an idea wheel that can help you uh, set up. So your ideas, help you implement your ideas. Um, I'm going to enlarge the screen for you here so you can see it. Uh, full screen. Thank you. This is what I'm going to be working towards. We're going to look at how to implement business ideas from start to finish and hopefully get new life into it and keep it going, keep the cycle going. Uh, what I've found is there's four different phases that you can identify with ideas. Um, in the apostolic work that we've done in missions and even in business and property and things that we're busy with, I've seen some cycles. And uh, obviously the spark phase is exciting and then you need to start getting momentum. Once you get momentum, you need to check your direction and maybe adjust your direction and eventually you'll get to a completion phase. But it all starts with writing the vision and getting that plan, which is why I'm starting off with the scripture verse in Joshua. Uh, what we need to understand is how to hear from God while you're studying the word and while you're praying about your business. And this is where the wisdom will kick in. Because remember, the Lord has given you a spirit of wisdom and understanding. Counsel and might, knowledge and fear of the Lord. And it's the, it's the Spirit of God that's working in you 
to help you with even your business as well. So meditating in the word, number one, muttering the scripture back to yourself. When you're reading the Bible, you can, you can pick a, an area to read. I would suggest that you read through, through the Proverbs for wisdom. Uh, sometimes they're tricky to understand. But pray about it and mutter it to yourself until understanding comes. The, the Hebrew word for meditate is to, to mutter to yourself in pleasure or in anger. So there's, there's emotion involved in the meditation. It's not just a mental game. So it says meditate in the word day and night. Now we give a lot of teaching in this church, but we also want people to apply that teaching. How do you apply it? You first need to meditate on it and get some understanding on it. That's why we go through it again on Wednesday nights in the house groups. That's why we talk about it. That's why we teach. There's a lot of teaching. There's plenty of opportunity for you to study the word of God and meditate in the word of God in, in a Harvester Reformational style church and with Miracle Bible Training Center. But once you've meditated and you start to hear from God with an open Bible, that means that while you're reading, God will show you something, something will come to your memory, the Holy Spirit will illuminate a word or a phrase will stick with you through the day. I would suggest that you start your day reading and meditating in the word and then let that carry through and let the Holy Spirit bring it to your remembrance throughout the day. And that's how you meditate day and night. Of course, you've got to work. We've got functions to achieve, but you can practice the presence of the Lord throughout the day, and then that uh, revelation will grow, and it will uh, illuminate what you're going to do in your business as well. So once you've meditated and got the word, you need to observe to do what's written in it. James equates someone who who reads the Bible, gets meditative revelation from it, and forgets to do it. He equates that to somebody looking in a mirror, and then forgetting what they've seen. And here's the thing. As entrepreneurs tonight, there's an identity in you that God wants to show you while you are reading the Bible. And uh, I get great inspiration from David and Solomon. I get inspiration from Joseph, from Daniel. I get inspiration from the disciples and Paul who faced tremendous odds but still got his job done. Um, the early church is full of examples of faith heroes and people who went through pressure and trouble and tribulation and still came out on top and still achieved success. And that same principle can be applied to your business as well, especially if you're kingdom-minded and if your heart is to generate wealth to establish God's covenant. So the Bible says in Joshua 1 verse 8, if we can uh, look at that again, for those of you joining now, welcome. It's good to see you, Arthur. And uh, got a couple of other people there. Um, it's good to see you. I'm going to share the screen with with you, Arthur, so you can just see that scripture verse again. An interesting thing about this scripture verse is this last section here where it says, for then you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. And that is often that we, we mention that in church. You know, God shows you what to do. He gives you the gifts and talents. He even gives you a support structure of a church and the band of brothers. There's a lot of contacts and connections here that people don't always use. And then you must make your way prosperous. You need to apply the principles. And hopefully you'll see it and it will become clear tonight. Don't hesitate. Be strong and full of courage. When you apply yourself and you've heard from God, you've meditated, you've seen something, Habakkuk 2 verse 2 says, write the vision and make it plain. Right? So we can maybe start there already. 
I'd like you to take a, a page and divide it into four quadrants, okay? And then divide it again so that you can have eight little slices of your wheel there. Um, take a big page, draw a big circle, draw a line through, draw a line again, another one. So you can make eight little quadrants there. And um, we're going to start by writing down your idea for your business. So I, I, th I think that some of you have existing businesses, so this might be an idea for an existing business, but it might be something that you're innovating right now, but have not implemented yet. If you're starting from scratch and you don't have a business yet, then you can write that down here in the first quadrant. I'm going to try and make this as practical as possible tonight, and you can implement it further. What we do also is we, we do see people one-on-one, -on -one, and uh, after tonight, if you want to book a one-on-one -on -one session with us, we can give you a very good deal, and we can do executive coaching one-on-one -on -one with whoever's interested, but that can be booked with us personally. I'd like you to go through the exercise and see what you can get from tonight. Maybe you can even get cracking after tonight. So... Um, first of all, write the vision. So whatever your, your dream is, whatever your business is, your new idea, your new product, your new service you want to offer somebody, um, have a look here on this quadrant here. I'm going to share the screen with you, and you can start over here. Write the vision and make it plain. Just a short paragraph telling people what your idea is, and you need to be able to say it succinctly, use simple words that people can understand, and that describes your business ideas. This is an, uh, an idea wheel that we've created to help people to think about their business ideas. And uh, we've often had to do things from scratch with no budget in regions we don't know. And we've applied these sort of principles. And I thank God for my dad that's also taught me to think this way. I'm going to give you a moment to just write that down. And you know what? This is not the final mission statement on your website. This is just a working paragraph to get you going. While you're working um, on your idea, those of you who are finished with it and you'd like to share it with a group, it might be interesting for us to hear some a round of ideas through the group so that we know uh, what we're talking about here. Um, is anybody done with that already? Not an, it's not an essay and a 24-volume collection, eh? Just a quick paragraph. When, when people make movies, they often work with a working title, and, and later they find the actual blockbuster title of the movie, you know, but on the way there, they, they give it a few different names. I think sometimes with our ideas, we're trying to, you know, get it perfect before we start talking about it. I think you need a working, a working paragraph in your vision. Just write down what you saw initially. So if you if you want to share your idea, can you just put up your hand so I can see who would like to share that idea and then unmute your microphone for me 
and share it with the group if you'd like to do so. Did you put up your hand, Pasi, on Andrew, or did you scratch your beard? Because <laughs> I'm not seeing any hands go up. Come on, come on, Arthur, man. Break the ice for me. Well, I didn't write the paragraph down, but I, I've always had uh, ideas. But my most simplest one is um, every business is critical things that it requires. So it's you need to be able to communicate on the telephone. You need you need email. You need the internet. And how business is, is moving is from having the content or details or documents and privacy, how it used to work is it was always at the on-premise of the building or in the office. So these bus you, you must think differently about how to do the business. Is It has to be in a way that <clears throat> it needs to be self-sustaining and the only way you can do this is that um, technology is moving to the cloud and it's, it's some businesses is migrating to there but moving everything to the cloud in a sense what do I mean by cloud it's just taking your business so that you can be in the sense of everywhere you don't have to be in a building all you just need is a mobile device and and you can be anywhere in the entirety of the planet. Okay. And still so run your business. You're doing the 24 volume uh, digital migration. Um, <laughs> uh, but oh, so just to, to, to summarize it, to summarize it, I've written down a few phrases that you've used. Okay. There are critical IT needs for most businesses who are migrating towards cloud networking and my business wants to provide a holistic solution for your digital migration. Okay. Yeah. So, so this is what I do. I, I listen to you and I'll summarize it from the perspective of the user. I want to migrate my, my business onto cloud networking at, and I need somebody that can give me a turnkey solution or a holistic solution to get that done. And and then Arthur, Arthur IT or whatever your business is called, what is it called? Well, at the moment, it's Arthur's IT services. Arthur or, IT. The resolver. Yeah. <laughs> the yes. resolver is your, is your, is your, you know, online gaming name or what? <laughs> now the, the thing is in, in, in the computer world, there's a lot of problems. So, well, once something is solved, it it's actually called it's resolved. Oh, so you're the, resolve the resolver. Yes. Okay. <laughs> resolver. There, there you go. So you know, simplify your paragraphs like I've done with Arthur. Um, you've got a lot of jargon that you use for your business that means nothing to somebody that's looking for a service. It's it's impressive to you, and it's impressive to your peers and people that know what you're talking about. But the rest of the world is like. Yow! And yeah, <laughs> this is a, keep it simple. K-I-S-S. Yeah. So people can know what you're offering. And, and this, you know what? I'm busy doing this with, with the church and with the Bible college. It's, it's been, 
a massive challenge for me to migrate digitally and start telling people, hey, this is us. Because we've got so much to offer, but they don't care. They just want what they want. You know, I need teaching on finances. I need help with my business. I need healing. People have, people have simple needs. It's us that make it complicated and impossible to give it to them. So, so if you simplify your, your, your vision, write it down, make it plain so that people can read it and run with it and respond to it and book your business, you know? I was having a chat with someone on Sunday and uh, he said to me, well, the tourism industry is down. And it's funny that that person is not on this tonight. I would have loved them to be here talking to me. Um, and I said to them, well, what else can you do? Well, I've fixed things. I said, what have you fixed? Actually, I've fixed a stove and I've fixed a fridge and I've done this and I've done that. I said, have you made a brochure about this? That you're a handy. Do people know that you can give handyman services? Do you have a business card? Have you told people on Facebook? You know, you're sitting waiting for the tourist industry to come right, but it's it's not going to come right quickly in this COVID situation. So you have to diversify and get different streams of income. And this is something I learned from Pastor Billy. In in um, Uppington, it's one of the hottest places on earth. And yet all the farmers there are doing excellent because they challenge, they channeled the river to their farms. And they've created islands and things like that. So, so that you get some of the most amazing export grapes in Uppington because they've got this channel system. And what we realized is people in South Africa and probably elsewhere in the world, you need several different streams of income to actually make it every month. And the problem that some people have is they feel that, yeah, well, this business is not going to create enough, so I'm going to leave it. Whereas maybe you need several businesses to stream together and make the river of finance that you need. Okay, we've got the Julies on there as well. It's good to have you. You're probably listening, and uh, God bless you. If you've just joined, I'm going to share screen with you quickly so you can see what we're talking about. We've got this idea wheel. We're starting here. You divide your page. You can draw your own circle. There's a spark phase, a momentum phase, a direction phase, and a completion phase. We're starting here by writing the vision of your company, your business, your product, your service that you're offering, something new preferably. Okay, so, so moving on, um, we're going to go to to the green part where we're talking, talking about planning and doing the planning arrow. This is something you know very well in Harvester. We've done the planning arrow. Just a show of hands, who have done a planning arrow for their life or business? So, so all of you on this, most of you on this channel, uh, on this session, know what a planning arrow is. And basically, a planning arrow... Um, we can share it with you if you still want one. But a uh, planning arrow helps you to think through what you can do in the next six months, the next five years, the next ten years to reach your target. And it looks at your milestones, your stumbling blocks, your resources, your ideas. And then it, it starts itemizing things that you can do in the next six months, in the next few years, the next ten years to ultimately reach your goal. That's basically a summary of an arrow. But uh, it's good to sit down with your ideas and then start looking at some of the milestones you've achieved uh, already in the line that you're thinking tonight. 
So maybe just quickly you can write down, hey, I've done this well. This has worked. That has worked. And that can be part of your spark phase. Here you need to spend a bit of time. I'll share screen with you again so you can see. You need to spend a bit of time researching. Once you've done your planning arrow and you've looked at some of your milestones, stumbling blocks that you're facing, research a bit and look at some of your contacts that you already have that can become resources for you to implement this idea. And write down the first thing that comes to mind. It, you know, it can be a friend. It can be a book that you've read. It, a resource can be uh, quite a lot of different things. Anything in line with your idea, really. And as you can see there, your contacts, people that you really know that can help you implement your idea or maybe they know somebody, you know, these are things you can do quickly. Once you've thought about some of the, the milestones and contacts and resources that you have, and you might need to spend a bit more time with this on your own and think a little bit deeper, I'm going to keep going. Um, you can start talking about systems. Now, when we talk about systems, there's different type of systems. You know, there's supply chain. If you're making something and people need a physical product, then you need to draw up your supply chain management system. If it's, if it's more digital, you need to just go through the process that a customer will go through and maybe put yourself in their shoes. How many clicks will it take for me to download this product and then pay to go to checkout? And there's a couple of things there. Systems for yourself, how to get the product if you're importing and exporting. I know some of us do that. And um, you, can, you can generate your own systems there. But think through the flow. Maybe take a, a, a separate page and just start drawing the systems for yourself. And you can right now, you can just make a note and say, well, I have, to, I have to work on this system, that system, make a list. And that's something you can work on in another time. While you're doing the systems for, for yourself, and if you're going to spend a bit of time on it, um, I know there's somebody that's on here that, that bakes that bakes cookies and really nice brownies and things, crunchies, and um, they can look at their systems and, and evaluate the system to see what you can do more efficiently, where you can save money or time, where you can work in advance for busy weekends. So if you're gonna if you're gonna get to Easter, you're gonna need to set up a system to to work in advance to make more stock. So get your system right. And talk to your, to your workers, your staff, the people helping you, and discuss whether the systems are working. And this is part of your research. You want to implement something new, a new item on your menu, uh, that you need to talk to the players involved and reevaluate the system that you're going to use to implement the new idea. If you get their input, that's research. You're doing a survey, it's research. And that research becomes very valuable later on when you're under pressure and people are starting to order, and you need to deliver. Your systems will help you. This is part of the spark phase.
Of course, there's many other things that you can deal with. Going back to the wheel, and can you see how meditation is so important in your implementation of your business idea? This is the wisdom of God helps you in every category of life, even your relationships as well. That's another topic for another evening. But you can also meditate on that and get clarity on things there. But when it comes to, to business and so on and ideas, I love talking ideas with people. I think it's fantastic when people have new ideas. When you start settling on how your systems are going to work, you've got a few contacts, you've got a few people to talk to, a few people interested already, you've written down a few ideas that you can do in the next six months, then you can commit to this idea and start giving it momentum. You can also get a few people to commit to the idea beforehand and even invest into the idea. It's nice to have, you know, 10 people that you could call to invest a couple of thousand rand in your new ideas because you've done it before or because they, they rate you, they know you, they know your track record. It's good to build a network of people that, that you can do business with. I even encourage people to, to syndicate their ideas because sometimes you don't have access to capital. You don't have access to money. And uh, if you can, a few people can start something together. For me, uh, the Muslims do this very well. The Jews do this very well. It's only the Christians that don't trust each other. And that's mainly because they don't follow the right protocols and they don't check each other's fruit. If you know each other's fruit, you can go and do something together. You can trust each other and you can eventually network and do some amazing things. I'd like to see that more in church. And I need accountability between people. You know, when you're going to go into business with somebody, make a contract and try and keep to the contract. And if you can't, discuss it with them. Don't just go, oh, I'm never going to do business with a Christian again. There's so much we're missing out on because of those attitudes. And I'd love for that to change. So networking is, is fundamental in getting new ideas out there. And you should be building your network. LinkedIn is a great way to build a network online. It's free. It's a nice platform to, to get contacts on. You can even do um, product tests, market market tests to see how people receive your new product or service. And um, you can give you can give out a couple of freebies and let people give you feedback and use that as testimonials and get it out there. So networking, social networking, especially very good. And um, before you can uh, get to your finance side and setting up your budget for this, it's good to do a little market test first to see how much you should commit to the new idea and to the new product. Once you've done that, then you can start talking budget, quotes, invoices, statements, because you're going to need to set a price for what you're doing. We've experimented a little bit. We, we have, um, just to give you an idea, uh, a, a property trust, we've got um, a, a media company, we've got N several NPCs, non-profit companies, and as we've worked through the years with this, we've seen how we need to adjust our expectations through different phases of the organization. Um, you might have great expectations for what you're doing, other people might still be warming up to it, um, it's going to take time for anything to grow. So, so Get those market, get that market research done and have a good communication flow with the people that you want to reach the target market that you have. There's also a lot of people that you haven't reached yet 
and we like to talk about blue ocean strategy. You can read these books. They're available online. You can buy them in bookstores. Blue ocean strategy is like, you know, there's a red ocean of competition for your idea. How can you take your idea into a blue ocean where somebody hasn't done that before? Where it's a totally different way of looking at uh, an existing product. And you also deal with a lot of the pain points that people have regarding that industry and you, you eliminate them, you create some new things, you reduce cost, you raise the standards of it, that sort of thing. Uh, that's what Blue Ocean Strategy is about. I've been reading their stuff for the last couple of years. Also, Andre has too. That's why we think out of the box and we invent new ways of church and new ways of missions and new ways of networking. And we even had an online auction for missions the other day for the first time. And and that kind of brought in something, you know, for the next mission, Apostle Andre is going to Philippines next. As a result of that one, we could buy the ticket last year because of that online auction. And so for me, that's my measure of success. The auction was to raise funds for missions. We did it online. We set up an online platform. We paid a bit of capital outlay for it. We brought in more or less 11,000 rand that was laid down immediately for a ticket. So that's how it goes. Um, you can do your own evaluation um, for that. I hope the next the, the next online auction, auction we, we're going to try some different things. We've learned our lessons. We've learned a few things. We'll apply some different strategies. But that was a new one for us. We've never, never done it online with people we don't know before. And there were some interesting guys buying paintings that I've never met. And I still haven't met them because they only bought the painting and we had to deliver it. To it. That's the only time I could actually meet them. So there's, there's new customers out there that want your product that don't know about you. And uh, it's, it's good to network to, to grow that, that blue ocean for yourself. Once you've done a little market test for your product or your service, you can go towards checking out the value that your product has for people. And this is part of the development of your idea. You're going to start seeing what value it adds to people's lives. You can get that also from, from surveys, but uh, your market test will tell you those things as well. And your network will be honest with you. If you have a few honest friends that you can talk to, they can talk to you about value and what you actually need to innovate at this stage. While you're building momentum with your product, there might be a few innovations you can add to take it to the next level. This is where you can start producing and delivering on on what you said you're going to give, right, on your promises. And this is where the follow-up is important, where you make sure that people got the product, got the service, they're satisfied with it, and uh, you really follow up, especially with your first few clients for a new product, treat them well, make sure that they know you care, find ways to, to show that, and they'll come back to you with surveys. Little surveys like, you know, are you, how satisfied are you with this, you know, they can, they can give you feedback. That will help you to evaluate. And if it's working, then you can multiply. Because the, the whole idea of, of you know, you're not going to make money if you're not multiplying what you're doing. What, one of the things we learned with um, Miracle Bible Training Center is that the world cannot come to Cape Town. And that, that is a revelation that we needed. And uh, because we were waiting for students to all move to Cape Town, live here for a year, pay rent in a very expensive city, and it was never going to happen for many people. We, we always had a group, a full-time group, 
But many years ago, the Lord told us to decentralize Miracle Bible Training Center through the network of churches. And there was already an existing platform for our teachings through a network of over 100 churches, which we weren't using. And since we've, we've started doing this, we've got 35 satellites around the world now teaching the Bible in 13 different languages. And you don't know all the students of Miracle Bible Training Center because they're all in different satellites. Sometimes they give me pictures of their graduations. Sometimes they don't. But it's a vast network now because we changed our, our, our thinking about it. We, we did our surveys. We got our feedback from people. I can't come to Cape Town. It's too expensive. I can't live here. I can't pay rent. I can't get there. So we've changed that, you see. And most recently, we've changed to digital now, and we're reaching more people that way. So use that to evaluate. And franchising, in, at, if you get something that works, eventually you can franchise. So with Arthur starting an IT company by himself, there's a limit, there's a ceiling to how much he can earn by asking people, uh, by giving invoices for his work. If he multiplies his staff members, then he can reach more clients that way. If he sells franchises of his IT businesses, he can go global and he can meet more needs and Arthur can then buy us a jet that we always wanted so we can go on missions together and, you know, he can have a massive server where he's generating Bitcoin and whatever and hosting clouds for for Kuro. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Just using his example. So multiplication should be in the back of your mind. If this works for one person, it can work for a thousand people. And God is in the business of multiplication. The word of the Lord grew and multiplied in the book of Acts. How did that happen? Well, God put his spirit in thousands of people all at once. It wasn't just Jesus with the Holy Spirit anymore or just the 12 disciples anymore or the 120 waiting anymore. It was now thousands of people speaking in tongues turning the world upside down. Multiplication is in God's thinking. It's part of God's wisdom. If you're not thinking multiplication, you're going to be a sole proprietor and you're going to have a limit to the cash flow that, you, that you're going to generate. The idea is to generate wealth. And wealth cannot, you know, I'm fine with people that are sole proprietors. It's fine. If you're working this way, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But if you want to increase the margins, you need to think multiplication and exponential increase. My life changed when we decentralized things. When we stopped having an office we, and we went to a virtual office, we, we produced way more books. We tightened up our Bible school. We serviced more churches around the world. We increased missions. We even bought land. Okay, it's taking long, but the point is we got land. The point is we're going to finish it because we changed our strategy from everybody working at church to now having a virtual office. And it's, it's given me more family time. I've been able to raise my children. I'm still married to my wife. The, the church, church offices can take your whole life over. And I thank the Lord that I can work from my house. But the same for you. You know, what can you change in your thinking? This is where we get to the direction phase. You know, how can I adjust my direction of my idea? The idea is going well, but there's some things that aren't working. Change it. If systems aren't working, change the system. And this is where you evaluate. This is where you set direction. We're getting to this quadrant here where we're looking at the direction phase. 
in your direction phase, you can you can determine, you know what, this has worked, this hasn't worked. Evaluate your plan. You know, it, things never really go perfectly according to plan. Ask any businessman. But there must be a plan so that you can change it later. We plan by faith. Holy Spirit can interrupt us. We can change things. It's fine. But, you know, evaluate your plan. And don't be afraid to adjust direction or just to acknowledge that you're missing the original ideas that you had, that you need to come back to the direction you set because that will help you. That's a direction phase. And, of course, as you come to the completion of the idea, now you can start looking at the payments, the systems check, your financial balances, your tax. It's important to do that. It's tax season now, and I would encourage all of you to set that up. And if you can't do it yourself, get a professional to do it. Some people can uh, – I've, I've been told that professionals don't have to work for you. You can just let them come in and work for, for amount of hours. And um, we we have auditing firms looking at our different entities. Um, it's it's quite a lot of work to get your, your your tax right. But praise the Lord, we're busy with it. And uh, I believe in paying your taxes. And I keep telling people that pay Caesar what he, what's his and pay God's what's his. <laughs> but now you're starting to get to where people are actually paying for your product. Money's coming in. You started to get a satisfaction that the ideas actually worked. Don't despise the days of small beginnings at this point because your idea has worked. I mean, we, we would have liked more money to come in with the last online auction, but we then followed it up with a real auction where people came. We did a bit better with that because we're used to it. But I believe that the online auctions will, will get momentum next year again. We're gonna, we're gonna, this next year, we're going to implement it again on different ways and, and target our audience differently. One thing I learned from the, the online auction that we did on palsamedia.com was, was that people from the Winelands were bidding and liking our paintings. We did a, what you call an avatar for Facebook marketing. And this is something that, that we have contacts for you. If you want to advertise and market on Facebook, you can pay a few hundred rand and it reaches a certain type of person, which they call an avatar, which which then um, uh, there's templates for these that some of my friends use. You can contact their companies and they can work with you. I paid them for this. And uh, they discovered that a lot of people in the Cape Winelands are actually interested in our art and can actually afford it as well. So uh, that's something to consider. There's an art there's an art lover that's got nothing to do with our church that started buying our paintings. And I was very impressed with that, and that meant that the Facebook marketing strategy worked, even though it was just one new buyer. And um, I thank the Lord for it. I don't despise the days of small beginnings. Amen. So, yeah, check your systems. Maybe you need to change your, your search engine optimization for your website. Um, in Harvester, we've also got people that do that very well, and they're doing so well that they have to give business away. And, and in a climate where people are struggling to find work and things like that, there's people giving business away. What does that tell, tell you? Their systems are working. And, um, you know, in the churches, Julian Fenter does that. You can pay him to do that for your company. Give him something for it. Um, there's, there's a couple of other people that, that use different triggers on different social media sites so that they can quickly know what's on there. Find out about it and do your research and make contacts and network with them. Give them a cut. Offer them 5%, whatever. 
and um, you'll be you you can get really busy. I'm doing this for the church's sake because I, I I hear of people with ideas, and then I feel I ask them a few months later, what happened with that idea? Well, it, it didn't really work. But did you really work at the idea? Did you really use your network and resources? Did you really go through this process with it and give it a chance? Because sometimes those ideas are from God. And I always believe that the solution is always in your house. It's in the house, the church, but it, there's always something in your house. It says in, there's much treasure in the house of the righteous. And that speaks of your temple as well. There's much treasure in you. And the people around this table tonight, um, I can, I've seen how you've taken ideas and implemented it, how your families have grown, how your ideas have flourished. And I want to encourage you to share this with other people. If it's working for you, share it with some of the other guys and um, see how the Lord can help them. But then, of course, in the completion phase, once payments have been made and taxes have been sorted out and, you know, you've checked your accounts and it's starting to grow, give, give of the first fruits back to the Lord. It's a principle. And pay yourself too. Once you've tithed and so on and given something to the Lord, Lord, it's not a big deal that I've made, but at least I did something and here's the first fruits for you. Because that will give impetus to the idea again and help you to reinvest, reinvent, and restart the idea. Because once it's worked once, it can work again. And your experience now has grown and you've got more substance for the idea for the second round because you've done something with it. And uh, this is where a lot of people fall off the wheel or off the bus where their ideas just dive because they don't reinvest in the idea. Um, we've consistently done things now for this year will be 30 years in Cape Town. Next year will be 40 years of Harvester as a, as a church organization, right? And it's by God's grace. But now it's a global ministry and it's registered in four. We registered in the UK, we registered in the United States. We registered in Uganda. We registered in India. We registered in Philippines. Yeah. And, um, we, uh, India is wishy washy. We still have to sort that out, but Bangladesh is going now. We heard on Sunday that there are 208 small harvested churches in Bangladesh. Things are mushroomed. So from a, from a success, how, how you rate success for us in ministry, multiplication of churches is success. Multiplications of missions to nations is success because our mandate as a company is to reach the nations with the gospel, to plant churches and Bible schools, and to be productive producing gospel material for people to use for generations to come. So are we fulfilling that mandate? That is a measure of your success. Your, your original idea and the mandate that you wanted to achieve to be, to reach the, to help the critical IT needs of companies that are migrating towards cloud management and networking. Have you achieved that for a company? Success, right? And that's where you, you reinvent yourself according to all the surveys and experiments that you've made and the, the, the success in uh, the finances that's coming or not. You can reinvest. Maybe you need to add a bit of money to the problem and to fix it. To, to, to upgrade it, to innovate again, reinvest, reinvent, restart. We're reinventing the way we promote ourselves in church and in Bible school all the time. You may have noticed that we've reinvented ourselves over the years. And I would encourage you to do the same. Maybe 
just a slight change in the look and feel of what you're doing and reinventing yourself a little bit and how you put yourself across might help your idea to be successful. Okay. We're going to open up for a few questions there. Are there any questions or comments that people want to make? You can put, you can unmute yourself and just, you know, put up your hand and comment. Is there anybody that would like to ask any questions or make any comments? You know, when, when, when Solomon asked, God spoke to Solomon and he just built God a temple. And when Solomon had finished building the temple, God asked him, what do you want? And he says, give me wisdom to work with your people. And God says, this impresses me. This guy's asking me for wisdom. Because you ask for wisdom, I will add wealth to you. Because if you have wealth without wisdom, you'll squander it. So that's why we're talking about wisdom for business and not just wealth. Because that's not the, the, the be all and end all of what we're doing is not just to, to, to generate money. It's to generate wealth, which is long term application of money translated into what we call wealth. And wealth can be different things for different people. So define what wealth is for you and apply God's wisdom so that you can have the lifestyle you want that your children can go to schools, that your business can employ people. You know, what, what is your concept of wealth? And, and define that for yourself. Any questions there? I didn't see any hands go up. Any comments? Anything you want to add to what I'm saying? Anybody disagree with what I'm saying? No comments, no questions. I have a comment. Comment. Thank you. So glad. Um, yeah, I just want to thank you for for running us through this uh, idea wheel. It's very inspiring. And one thing that uh, stood out for me was in the in the fifth sector uh, about multiplication. Um, is to is to refine your idea so you can multiply it easily, so you can replicate it easily. Um, it's like like Stamping records or, or CDs. You want to you take that one thing, and maybe it takes a, a bit of time to get it into orbit to to get it set up. But but once once you've done it, the second copy is easy, and then that's exactly what you've done with the online auction. It, it took a while to set it up, but now you can sell another painting easily. Uh, and if your idea is that component, it it always tends to to grow much quicker exponentially. I agree. And, and the same, you know, for, for what you're doing. Uh, in a sense, you've multiplied yourself and, and trained people to do websites and so on. Um, they're starting companies now in the church, Clinton, Lamise. So, so multiplication is also discipleship and empowering other people, you know. So thanks for that, Pastor Mourner. Yes, my pleasure. I, I couldn't do it anymore. I'm not so young anymore. The after hours were killing me. <laughs> so pass it on to the young people. Well, Clint's up anyway. Clint's got a baby keeping him up all night. You might as well do websites. Yeah, that's what I also was my scenario. They were keeping me up in the case. Might as well work with the <laughs> baby on the lap. Leslie, Leslie's just laughing. It's just Leslie knows exactly what I'm talking about. The grandkids. <laughs> Any other comments there? Anyone want to add something? 
ideas? Anyone else want to share their idea? I can share my ideas if you want. Sure. Um, my idea is to, to also, uh, my paragraph is earning commission through knowledge sharing. Okay. So at work, I, I get a lot of questions from people. How do I do this in C Sharp? How do I just do this in code or this and that? And then I, I, I find that I spend time answering them because I want to help them. But maybe I should just write it down on, onto a website and then point them to that. Uh, so I don't repeat myself. Right, and then uh, there are always yes. there are always vendors who um, like training centers or, or, or even Amazon books or things you can put in there as links. So so you, they get something for free. But if they want to dive deeper, they can go and read the book there and yes. you know, and commission that. So and then in that sense, you know, I don't have to invoice anyone. I don't have to um, budget for anything. It's something that can just run, uh, even if it takes a while to, to spin up. I, I do have an income, this is the extra income, but I don't want to work the hours. Um, I, I want to I want to put the hours into the recipe, and then it, it must work for itself. Amen. Something like that. That sounds awesome. And you know, what, the, another word that comes to mind is, is consultant, eh? For me, yeah, yeah. I used to be a consultant. It's, you can build by the hour, but you can only work so many hours. It's not scalable. So uh, I want to try something else. Okay, okay. so so a book would do that, and then it would it would be a passive income. Great idea. Yeah, for for my family, I, my income is sorted. So for them, and <laughs> their baby for four years. What, what do you do with your money? That's your business, man. That's a great idea. You've got to think about the light is coming through, and and they'll also think that way if you show them the the the, the concept. Any other questions, Leslie? Did you want to add something there? Did you put up your hand? Anyone else? I just want to say thank you for the uh, oh, this the first time that I've been exposed to this, uh, you know, for business, and I could kind of put my ideas on this as a mapping. And I can really see light already coming. Thank you very much. Oh, what a pleasure. What a pleasure. And I, I still haven't had one of your pizzas, man. This is, are you going to invite me? What's the right evening? You, to come? You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome to come. We From Mondays to Saturdays, we open. Monday to Saturday. So, anytime. Thanks so much. This idea will look like a pizza. <laughs> Yeah, there's lots of slices on this wheel, yeah. <laughs> yeah, two slices. Yeah. We, we do divide it into eight slices. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, thanks, thanks for thanks for for bearing with me. This is this is something that I want to do more for people. You know, I like to do one-on-ones with people as well. I can do it online. You can book me. We'll give you a good price for the guys. Um, we want to help people. You know. And um, now that we can't drive around and see people individually, we're doing a lot of the stuff online. But I can also drive around town. I like getting around. So book me, book Apostle Andre. I know Pastor Billy does a bit of this as well. And uh, we want to help. So, And we also like walking with people through their ideas. It excites me.
to see people reach their dreams. That's I get a kick out of this stuff. So, you know, let's let's <laughs> let's take it further. I, I look forward to to seeing all your ideas flourish. So, amen. Anyone else? We done. Arthur. Um, something small that I, that, that I picked up is the, the, the blue ocean, um, versus the, the red ocean. Um, I think it's in this, uh, the starting phase where you were speaking about, um, researching and, um, and systems and contact. And it's very, it's very funny that when you start in the starting phase, it's, it's important that, um, in, in the thinking to, to start little small because they are they are businesses in like in the red oceans for example yes repair companies yeah computer repair companies that that i know yeah that if you take your computer in you take you always for three months sure so as a blue ocean you would want to take the system in the starter phase and change the system so that people can maybe you do it a better way yeah and that i promise you I can, I, you can already see the blue ocean because that, that is lacking in the, in the computer. So just find something in the, in the area of your field that people, that you can take, that you can do and change the system and make it much better. And that will be the blue ocean. I can, ah, if I can put it that way. That's a great, that's a great yeah. example. Thank you so much for that. It, it really gives us, um, gives this idea a bit more traction. You know, um, <laughs> once you—that's why you're saying start small because you know that if you promise you can repair it quicker, then you need to deliver, right? <laughs> that's correct. That's correct. Yeah. So if you can do better than three months and make it two weeks, you've already taken traffic from the franchises that's in South Africa, and just made it much better. You, from the research I've done myself. Yes, yes. You, you, yeah. So if you do research very well, it it will pan out. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. It, it takes a bit of time, and you know people aren't used to taking proper surveys. It's this is not googling. This is not googling the idea. Okay. This is actually talking to real people about real issues. And if you can find a way to do that online, fine. But it's it's better to get talking to people and do the research on your on your feet, talk to customers, see what they're upset about, and try and meet those needs differently, right? I I have a lot of one on ones with people, man. Talk to them. And as they talk, you know, I let I'm a good listener. For those of you, you know, I it doesn't sound like it tonight because I did a lot of the talking, but I am actually a very good listener. And I take notes of what people say. And I try and meet those needs of what they've spoken about without them asking. And uh, over time, they'll start recognizing that and they'll start seeing your value. All right. Praise God for that. Thanks, Arthur. I've got a few questions here on the chat. If you want to leave me questions that are private on the chat, you can do that. Um, I've got an interesting question here from, from the Julies, which is private. And uh, what I suggest to them is uh, let's have an Arrow presentation together. 
<laughs> then uh, Pastor Jack left and said it's, insp- it's inspiring to him to start a business, uh, but he will need to act eventually. But Pastor Jack works for government, so he's got a lot of ideas and probably a lot of contacts. You may have quite a lot of resources we don't. Mm. Right. <laughs> Let me know if you need to book a session. Just to link in with Arthur, one way to achieve that blue ocean strategy is just with your quotes. Uh, when I was doing Kitchen Cupboard Lee, you will probably remember, uh, we got so good at quoting that people were waiting standard two weeks at full price. Um, and we, we brought it down to the same evening. You go and see someone, you, you measure up, you draw it on the laptop while they have their supper, and then when they're done with their supper, you've got a quote. <laughs> and you can make that ask questions and change things on the computer, 3D, and, 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 you, and you're going to adjust the price for them. And then they don't want to wait the other two weeks. You, that's Blue Ocean. But then they accept the quote. Even Wow. They don't want to even take a gamble, even if they can get it cheaper in two weeks. They, they want to pay the money now. You get a deposit right there. So even just in your quoting system, if you get that, if you can nail that system and give them a price immediately, people, uh, the world wants instant gratification. So just give them instant quote with you. <laughs> even if the job takes longer, um, that's fine. Give them instant quote that 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 differentiates you, that that puts you in the blue ocean. And if you don't mind, I'm taking notes of what you're saying, guys. And if you don't mind, I'd like to include that in some of my writings about this because people often ask for business material and things like that that they can use. And I'm putting together nice, you know, my notes on this wheel and things like that. If you guys implemented and you want to send me how you've thought about it and what, how you've applied it, I'd love for that as testimonials. So I'd appreciate that from all of you. Um, yeah. If I if you can agree to that, I'd appreciate it. Sure. Um, may I add one more? Sure. So this week, um, just a practical. I, I I work for for a company, but I also do private work. And what I noticed is that, um, let's take example. I did. I bought a, a laptop for for um, possibility. Yeah. He asked me to look for one. I found one. Within two days, I got it to him. And then I didn't just fix the laptop and give it to him. I I think it is in the next phase, the value and the, the liver and the follow-up. Yeah. And when you follow up and see how things are doing, what happens from that point is, is if everything is 100%, what the customer does is they don't have a, a kind of Next time they see someone that has a computer issue, they will say, you should contact Arthur. Yeah. He, he has the best service. Yeah. So word of mouth, when you give the best service, that the person that you're serving is the, is the and you follow up and you give value, yeah. kind of spreads the word of mouth. So it's very powerful. And just from helping pass the bully, three more other people asked me for about, I said, we, okay, now I need to, Stuff like that happens if you if you if you give hundred percent and you give your value is I th- I thought that was very valuable to me and just to give you that note. 
Very valuable. Thank you. Well, I, I haven't seen Arthur, but hello, Arthur Marabella. It's it's good to see you in the group. And uh, we're, if there's nothing else, guys, then our hour is sort of up. Um, let us know if there's anything else we can help with. And if you'd like to book sessions with us online, or we can meet for coffee and discuss things. And uh love to talk to you again. But let's pray also for the church and the land and the buildings. If you've got an idea, pray for someone else that has an idea. I find that uh, sowing prayers that way also works, where you, I'm trusting God for something, he's trusting God for something. If I pray for him, he prays for me, we got each other covered. So uh, maybe we can just ask Apostle Lee to pray for everybody that has ideas tonight, and we can end the meeting. Thank you. Amen. Say, thank you so much, Pastor Aja. Um, Lord, I thank you for what you are doing through through those that function in this body as well as um, Lord. There's functioning, but also work. And I thank you for the balance in our lives, and thank you for the truth that you that you uh, shared through Apostle Aja today. It was such a privilege to be part of it. And uh, Lord, I pray that you will raise each one here to a place um, also in business and uh, in what they are doing. Raise it up, Father, where, Lord, where things are out of line, that they'll bring things into line. And uh, like Apostle Aja shared tonight, I thank you, Lord, for the wisdom that comes from a local body. I mean, what a privilege, God. It's really a privilege. And I want to thank you for for those that serve you and those that 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 function in this body. And I thank you for the men in this body. Help them with their families as well, Father, to raise them up also in the wisdom that you bring through... Um, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We love you guys. Amen. You can make it. God is with you. Amen. There's no ways you can fail because the Lord is with you and He'll strengthen and establish all of you. And I speak faith into the space that you're going through with your new ideas. And we agree with Apostle Lee's prayer. Amen. 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 Go for Thank it. you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye. Amen. I like seeing who's lost. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I hear Pazo, No, and the house is written about. Hi. God bless you, brother. Are you okay? Yes, I'm fine, Pastor Sam and you. Yeah, now I'm fine. And, uh, and your wife and kids? Yes, everybody is, is, is fine, but my wife is, is at work tonight. Okay, okay, so you're cooking. No, no, children are cooking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and and you're, you're safe, your, your business is safe? 
Yes, it's safe. It's safe in the name of Jesus. Yes, man. We pray for you for angels, huh? Thank you. Thank you very much, Pastor. Jesus' name. Amen. Good to hear your voice. Amen. We'd love to see you again soon. Thank you very much, Pastor. Bless you. Thank you. Good night. And say boon king Good night. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>